one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is Radio Anywhere. Now you can hear me on the radio. Okay. I was just listening to some music, right? I've had a great day. I got up late. I went to Twickenham to watch my 10-year-old play cricket. He didn't know I was going to be there, so it was a lovely surprise for him. Beautiful day. Sat on a field with a coffee watching my kid play. Came back and just found some like nice new music. Just um, uh, went to my Spotify Discover Weekly, which I haven't listened to for a while. Because they haven't... Um, they... Ha- Hang on. I want... Uh, I want to dock. He can hear big boy. Twitch stats. I haven't listened to it for a while because they haven't got it right. This week, ma'am, they have got it right. So the show is starting an hour early just because I'm in the mood. Signed a contract today. Just because I'm in the mood. Signed a contract today. Um, so we here. Um, yeah, that's Genie C. Rally. So we're going to play some music. You're right, biggest. Come and say hello to the ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you, you're famous. Yeah, you're famous. He's famous. Famous cat. It's a famous cat. Look at this. You wild animal. Famous cat. So I just thought we'd play some music. The phone lines are open. (laughs) They're so heavy-footed. The phone lines are open. You want to call, you can. You want to give me cash. Look at my hair. Been buying a lot. I've bought this isn't from a charity shop, but I've bought ten shot shirts this week from a charity shop. Ten shirts from uh, a charity shop, charity shops, and I, I'm loving it. I'm loving them. Shirts for a fiver. They're, some of them are a little bit tight. So they're all short on the sleeves. I've got long monkey arms, but that's the way it goes. So we're doing the show early. Um, you can listen to it on Radio Anywhere Live. I think. I'm gonna get rid of radio anywhere. I, th- I think it's done its. It, I think it's done its thing. Let me text my best friend. Um, I think it's done its its thing. I think radio anywhere has done its thing. Great success. It was great. I mean, it was a great success. I made some money out of it, and people listened to it. And I I showcased some great new shows, and I did some cool stuff on it. So I'm very, 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 very happy with it. Should we phone up the phone box? We're going to phone the phone box a lot tonight. But I got to... What's the number of that phone box? 
It's an 0208. Got to get it right because I phoned the wrong person last week. I phoned the wrong person. Yeah, exactly, Andrea. Prices. Oh, he's touched my nipple. Prices of radio and hoodies will increase exponentially. Where is where's the number? Oh, 0208. Oh, it, oh, it won't be on this one. I need to open it here. Hang on. Oh, uh, oh shit, it's not there. We'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. There's my glasses. Tell you what, let's play, I'm going to play some music, right? And um, some of the songs I'm guessing, even people like Richard Allsorts, who knows his music, I'm guessing... I'm, I'm, these are just songs that I found, right, today. It was only three of them, actually. And they're not songs I found today. So, right, the first song, I just found this today, right? This is something very, very special. That is some song, right? That's a song, right? That is some, some song. What? Something's wrong with my headphone, but I'm not going to get involved with that today. That's that's a song, right? That is a great song. Why am I so quiet in my headphones? Don't get too involved. They can hear you. They can hear you. It doesn't matter that you can't. It doesn't matter that you should be nice and loud oh that's better maybe it was that socket it's a little bit better that's a great song so phone lines are open 0203 we're starting early let's phone up do I... yeah do I... yeah i do it on here don't i don't need to one for one this number uh so we go that's the phone number right have I got the right phone number? Because I dialed the wrong number once. Oh, two. Um, dialed the wrong number. So we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Let's see if this is the right number. What flavour is my incense? Sandalwood tonight. Tonight we're, we're tonight it's sandalwood. Tonight, it's sandalwood. What's the incense where you are? Call me now. 0203-286-6370 is the phone number. My latest obsession is Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Hello? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I think I've got the wrong number. Just a second. Sorry, say that again. I'm terribly sorry. I think I've got the wrong number. I'm sorry to disturb you. right. Okay. Daisy, I got the wrong number. Don't do that again. Must not do that again. Wrong number. Well, what is the phone number then? It's 0207. It's this one. Oh, my God. It's this one. Uh, It's this number. Just in case it's the wrong number.
Just in case it's the wrong number. Oh, man. Whoa! Oh, uh, uh, huh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that's it. What's that buzzing? That's a terrible buzz. Oh, this is fun. Right, let me... Do, what is this? Right, this is... Right, let's just do this properly. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Okay, this is it. We're in. I'm really worried I've got the same wrong number. I'm getting really nervous. Okay, that's not going to happen. I'm getting nervous that I was going to get the same wrong number, and I didn't want to bother who was someone who was obviously a very delightful lady. I didn't want to bother her. Let me unplug this. This is not a stairway to star stardom show. We're not doing stairway to stardom. I only do that with my good friend Catherine Boyle. And um, hold the line, please, caller. I'm just plugging in an input. I recommend some content to watch. Oh. Yeah. Hello, hello. Well, it sounds like hello, Alexa. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all talking to me at once. How, ma how many uh, have you got? I've got about six. Jesus here. Christ! It's you're being overtaken by robots. Oh, you don't know the half of it. Ian. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's better. I've managed to silence at least the television. Well done. Well, that's something. That's that's one of the robot overlords you've managed to overthrow. Well, it's a pleasure to see you and hear you on this fine Wednesday evening. It's a pleasure to hear from you too, Alistair. So, you sound better than you were the other um, week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's good. Um... I've been kind of okay. Good. And I got to a meeting on Monday, which is good. I've done two but meetings, Monday and, a, Monday and a Tuesday, and I shared. I was like one of the first people to share in there because I needed to get that shit off my chest. Brilliant. Well done. Because um, it's uh, not always straightforward sharing, you know, when you've got... I get very nervous. You know, many many people in the room, yep. you know. and uh, I get very nervous sharing. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, I'm, I always, you know, I always tend to get it out, as it were. I don't think you meant to um, do that, Alistair. They'll chuck you out for that, <laughs> you dirty bastard. I've got a programme to recommend. Beautiful. I love your uh, recommendations. To Ian. It's called, uh, to you, Ian. It's called Gaslit. Okay, talk, talk to me about this. And uh, it's about um, the background to Watergate. Okay. Which is a long time ago. Okay, I may have heard of this years. And uh, it's about, particularly about the treatment of George, John Mitchell's wife, who, John Mitchell was one of the people who went to prison. Not this John or George, I can't remember, but yes. his wife, Martha, um, mm -hmm. who, when they break it, well, I won't spoil it for anybody Ooh, who might watch it. Don't spoil it, no spoilers. Uh, 
but uh, basically, you know, by the title, Gaslit, um, one might be able to sort of imagine what it might be about because... Uh, Gas? Obviously, especially in those days Lights. of the 70s, yeah. I mean... Um, what was the role of women? Did they have a role? Were they listened to or were they not? Uh-huh. So, Who knows? Um, it's brilliantly written, well acted. Um, Julia Roberts is in the lead role. I love Julia um, Roberts. Yeah, and it's on uh, Amazon Stars Play, I think it is. Okie dokie. Or certainly Amazon, and one of the two. Um, so if you've got Prime, I think you'll be able to watch it free of charge. All right. Well, not free of charge, but within the... Free uh, at the point of delivery, like the NHS. Well, um, that's going down the tubes, isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it just? What a, what a lot of shite that is. I think we should sack all the nurses and um, they can get lost. Yeah. Let's, well, let's, the nurses uh, get lost. Clip that. Clip yeah. that. I've but, had a tweet that's but, that's gone viral, Alistair. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me it's see what we're that. on. Let me see what we're on now. Um, let me just get it. Uh, hang on a minute. Where is it? Hang on a minute. Hold the line, please, caller. Hold the line, please, caller. I'm just trying to find the, the tweet. Uh, just to, here we go. Here's the tweet. Just had an interview request to talk about how Rebecca Vardy is so brave for promoting mental health. She contributed to me being fucking miserable and isolated. I put isolated in the jungle. So that's a pass from me. It's had 347 comments, 923 retweets, 19.5, no, 19,000 likes. That's brilliant. Congratulations. And I thought, as soon as I read that, I thought, who the hell is wanting to put her forward as a mental health ambassador. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes. Yeah, there's, they're, they're doing a program... I mean, uh, they're doing a program about the trial and they're going to have yeah. act, actors, actresses playing the parts and recreating the stuff. And then they want people talking about her. Now, my genuine thought is they wanted to get me in. You know, they said we want to talk about how, that brave conversation you both had about mental health. I think they wanted to get me in so that I would say she's a dick. I think that was, I think it was, it was a trick invite, almost like a Matthew Wright style interview invite where he stitched me up. I think it was going to be that, but um, I don't even want to, the mail on, (laughs) the mail on Sunday got in touch today and asked if I'd like to do an interview. And I said to my agent, I'll do it for a grand. He went, whoa, 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 Ian. (laughs) <laughs> no, you won't. It's the Mail on Sunday, right? They are an awful newspaper. They bully people. He said, if you're going to do it, you're doing it for 10 grand. They would never have. <laughs> and, I, and I said, Nick, thank you so much for pulling me back from the edge because I was about to toss myself off. So I will not be doing the Mail on Sunday interview. You'll be, you'll be pleased to hear, fans. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I didn't realise yes, how I- nasty she'd been to you and to your sister horrendous oh she yeah she she picked she bullied my sister picked on my sister she she demanded my sister go and meet her in her room and she wanted the film crew in there and my sister said i'll come but you are not filming this 
And she kind of, it was, I'll have to speak to Joe to remind me. It was kind of like a sort of apology, but one of those apologies where it's not an apology. And she did utter the line, I'm paraphrasing slightly, where I come from, men don't cry. That's a mental health ambassador. Isn't it? Where I come from, men don't cry. No, no, men men who don't cry often end up killing themselves. Yeah, well, it it makes me sick, and I can just imagine what what the worst pairing on earth, possibly, Jenny Swines and Rebecca Vardy, and Jenny going out going out for a drink together and sort of beating up everything they see around them in. Yes. Pick a, pick a number. <laughs> We're going to play something from the difficult-to-find Buckingham Nicks album. It's the album that Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks made before they joined Fleetwood Mac, right? It didn't really take off. It's, it's quite a rare record. I got a copy of it. Um, but it's also brilliant. So I would like to pick a number between one... And 10. And we'll play a track from that album, because I can't remember which ones are good and which ones aren't. Okay, I'll choose six, please. Number six. All right, Alistair, you've chosen Don't Let Me Down Again. Thank you very much indeed. All right, here we go. Buckingham Nicks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one, Alistair. It's a bloody good one. The Buckingham Nicks album. Not on CD. Not on Spotify. The whole album is on YouTube. Go and find it. I got the vinyl somewhere. There it is. That's what you're looking for, guys. 0203-286-6370 is the phone number. Hello, caller. Hi there. Hello there. Hi, Ian. You all right? I'm good, thanks. Who's this? Uh, it's Martin. Hello, Martin. Just um, just, just a quick question. My 10-year-old asked me this question the other day. Yes, Martin. And I thought I'd pass it on to you. Okay. That's quite an interesting question. Okay. Would you rather mm. lose a hand or a foot? Foot. Hello? Yes, a foot. A foot? Yes. Oh, okay. Obviously. You know, I said the same thing. Because you've got to wipe your bum and pick your nose, and you can't use the same hand for both, uh, can it, you? No, it's the, the foot is the right answer. You can get a prosthetic foot. You can use walking stick. Of course, you can get prosthetic hands. But, no, I'd go foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I said. That's, that's what I said. There we go. Well, I want- oh, I cut him off! He had something else to say. Let me call him back. He had something. He had something else to say. Let's call this guy back. Hi. Yeah, thanks had, for calling me back. You had something else to say, and I realised it just as I clicked on that button. Yeah, it's all right. I don't mind. I don't mind being cut off. No, I was just asking, how's the Aprilia? I was just, if you want if you've been out on your bike. Uh, do you know, I haven't been out on the bike for a little while. I wonder, I, I wonder, it might need an MOT, if I'm completely honest. The insurance came through for it this week, and guess what? The insurance was cheaper than it was last year by eight quid. Happy days. Happy days. Everything so, goes up, so it's nice. Yeah, to go down. I haven't been out on it for a while. We re- haven't really had the weather for it, but um, that's changing. This is changing. changing. I got the kids this week. We're going to the Capital Summertime Ball at Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium. Oh, that'll be nice. Well, that'll it, be nice. 
It will be Mr. James O'Brien very kindly managed to blag me some tickets, and it'll be great. Right? And the boys are, are excited because the only gigs they've been to are my boring old man gigs like the Beach Boys. or the, They like the Bare Naked Ladies. They like the Beach Boys. But they're going to go and see people that mean something to them. H, David Guetta, Sigala. (laughs) These people are going to be there. And I'm excited. I'm I'm a little bit, it's you know, it's a a Sunday, so we may not be able to stay and see Ed Sheeran at the end because I've got to get him back. I'll blow it. Well, I would love to. I would love to. I have brokered a deal with their mum. I've brokered a deal, and um, we'll see. But I'm looking forward to that. Don't know why. Why am I telling you, you know, about that? You know what? You, you know what I used to do. Yep. I used to just have tr- trouble with the trains. Oh, Never trouble. used to say anything. Just have trouble with trouble, the trains. Trouble with the trains. Well, maybe we'll have trouble with the trains, even though we're driving there. <laughs> I'll tell you another funny thing. My ten-year-old yeah. is loving Kate Bush at the moment. Oh my God! There you go. You know, um, it's on Stranger Things, isn't it? Ah, so, yes. Um, She's become very hip because of that. Yes, it's very bizarre. And I, I'm singing along to it, and she's looking at me. Like, How do I know the know? words? I and I never... Listen, I'm glad Kate Bush exists, because I like our pop eccentrics. I never got into Kate Bush. Well, well, well yeah, yeah, no. Mm. It's not for everyone, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed a bit of everything, but... Yeah, it's whatever floats your boat, isn't it? It's whatever floats your boat. And I know I'm missing out on a lot by not being into her, but I'm not into her. Yeah, fair enough. All right, man, listen, I'm going to go. There's another call coming in. Lots of love to you and your 10-year-old. Let's take this call. Hello, caller. Love to you and your 10-year-old. Turn your your fucking speaker off. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've got to turn it down, mate. No, you haven't. You've got to turn it off. It's off. Right. How can I help you? I needed to ask you a question. Okie doke. I've been wanting to ask you this question for quite a while, Ian. I'm so hovering over that um, hang-up button, yes. When you were on venlafaxine... Yes. What were the three worst side effects? Um, Well... I don't know if I can, I don't think for I can, you. yeah, I don't think I could name three. I don't remember three. I remember if I didn't take it for a day, I'd get electric shocks in my head. That's one. Yes. Um, the other one was I couldn't come, but I don't, you know, and that's it as far as I remember. Right. Okay. So you didn't get like, um, cramps? No. No. I got that with sertraline. Oh, I took sertraline. It was Horrible. Yeah, I got I got um, uh, really painful legs and, and shaky, you know, twitchy legs with sertraline. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got venlafaxine. It's horrible. Okay. I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, ooh, it's it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Have you have you changed? Go, go and see your go and see your doctor. Go and see your doctor. Oh yeah, I have done the the venlafaxine is fine for me. I also have fibromyalgia, so that's the twitches that I'm getting in the middle of the night. Right. So I, the, the twitches. So the twitches the, aren't. Are the tw- so I'm confused. Are the twitches connected with the venlafaxine or with your fibromyalgia? No, the um, the the twitches are fibromyalgia. Okay. So what are the what are the three bad things about venlafaxine? I get headaches. Right. Like early morning headaches. Right. That's one. Because I, I think it's kind of not quite sitting in my system. 
Okay, that's one. Um, what are the other two? The one that you said. Right. But with me, it's the opposite way around. Okay, you come very quickly. Okay. What's... what's... No, no I, 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 I come lots. Um, well, hang on. And... Hang on. The opposite of coming, um, of not being able to come, is not I come <laughs> lots. The opposite <laughs> is I come very quickly. That's the opposite. What are you trying to say, Ian? I'm trying to, I'm trying to say you don't know what opposites are. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I know what opposites are. Okay, you well, you didn't, you didn't then. You didn't, you didn't then. What's the third? What's the third one? Right, the third one for me is tiny little specks when I'm concentrating. Okay. It's like specks of information that kind of just jump in my brain. Specks of information that jump in the brain. Yeah. I, I've never had that on any other mental health medication. Right. And I was just wondering if you had that. No. Okay. Well, I do. I mean, I do, but I, but I've always had that, and that turns out that's my ADHD. Oh. Oh. Okay. So maybe I could potentially go and have a... Because you can do a test, can't you, for ADHD? Yep. Uh, you can get on the NHS waiting list. It takes between 12 to 18 months. I was very lucky. I found a psychiatrist who did it for several hundred. I mean, it was several hundred. Most of them charge about 1,500, 2,000, 3,000. This was, I think, was like 500 or something like that. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, but you can do, you know, those. I, I found a couple of online ones that were pretty similar to the NHS, one, to the official one. And, um, you know, I could, yeah. have, I could have self-diagnosed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, one more question, and then I'm gonna bugger off. Yes. One more question, then we're gonna play a very late era um, Fleetwood Mac song, which is from a, a very great album called "Say You Will" that no one's ever heard. Yes. If there's one thing that you could change about your mental health, what would it be? Nothing. Awesome. Thanks very much. Thanks. Um, this, this, uh, they did this double album called Say You Will, right? And some of it's rubbish, but there's some brilliant stuff in there. We'll play two of those tonight. Let's have this. This is great, right? This is a nice song, Stevie Nicks song. What makes it great is the last 20 seconds. The fade out at the end is wonderful and joyous. Let's have another one. What's the world coming to? Some album. Ah! Lindsay. 
Lindsay Buckingham's solo album should be amazing. They're all shit. They're all shit. Late era Fleetwood Mac. And can I just, I can I just play you the end of this again? Because this is just what an ending to a song. Listen. Stevie Nicks phase, guys. We, we, we are now in the Stevie Nicks phase. We are now in the Stevie Nicks phase. Uh, so I've realised something about me, and I think this is an ADHD thing. I don't know. The phone lines are open. 0203 286 I think this is an ADHD thing, right? I've realised, and it, it, I was aware, well, I was watching something with, with Catherine that I'd seen before. And and it happened when I was watching Escape Room with my boys, right? Which is not Escape Room is not a great movie, but it's enjoyable and there are some really, really good bits in it. And it happened when I was just then, when I was playing the end of that Fleetwood Mac song, right? Here's what happens. I think it's an ADHD thing. I I start welling up and I feel this weird crying coming on that is it's like there's a lot of energy behind my eyes and I start crying or I tear up right at the very least and I worked out it's, it's, I've had it for years I worked out this week what that is right it's the act of me sharing something I think is beautiful or artistic, something that I know, I've I've seen it, I've heard it before, right? And it's had a big impact on me, right? It's had a big impact on me. I don't cry necessarily the first time I hear it. It might get goosebumps. Um, But um, it's the act of sharing something that I've already experienced that I think is close to perfection. There's no such thing as perfection, guys. We know that. But something that that has moved me. I start welling up and I want to cry. And I've always been a bit embarrassed about it. And I was going to, it, there it was a little bit, you know, um, and, and then I didn't. But um, th- that's a thing. Does anybody else have that? Nuka, the nuke is saying that they have that. Does anybody else have that? I think it's an ADHD thing, right? I think it's a thing. We get very emotional about things. Am I in focus? That's an ADHD thing. We get very emotional about things that perhaps other people wouldn't get so emotional about. We take rejection terribly. Sit Stan says, I get that when I'm mucking about a guitar and accidentally do a beautiful chord. Slightly different, Sit Stans. I get that. This is slightly different. This is something I have already experienced and I am taking great pleasure and joy in sharing that with someone else. I had that with the end of that song. I had that when I was watching Escape Room with the boys. I had that me and um, Kath. Oh, I had that in bits when me and Catherine were watching the Monkeys movie, Head. Um, but there was something more recently as well. I can't think what it was. Um, Tony says, I get that too quite a lot. I don't think it's an ADHD thing, but what do I know? Oh, maybe, 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 maybe it's not then. I have never, I've only just worked it out in the last couple of weeks. Only just worked it out. And it's a wonderful thing to, um, it's a wonderful thing. And it could be music, it could be a movie, it could be, 
it could be anything, right? It could be anything, right? Um, if you're listening to this on Radio Anywhere, there are 25 of you. I think we're going to knock Radio Anywhere on the head. I think it served its purpose. I consider it a great success. Um, and Jen says, I ha- almost have the opposite. If I share something with others, I lose my emotional reaction to it. So I'm worrying about what they think about it. Um I've done that with it's tricky with a film if 20 minutes into one of your favorite films you, you, you the vibe in the room is we're not enjoying this um I did that with Jackie Chan's first strike once that was a terrible mistake to show that movie to, to that those group of people Jackie Chan's first strike um what was I saying I was saying something and I can't think what it was oh I think we're gonna knock radio I think I am gonna knock radio when you're on the head I signed a contract today still can't really talk about it but loads of you have guessed what it is um, I'm a big, I'm, I'm thinking of becoming a professional tweeter. My tweet has had, uh, here we go. There's these fucking idiots, right? That keep asking me about what cheese I like. And I hate people on Twitter where their shtick is, um, their shtick is, uh, I'm going to reply to this guy. You've. I'm not arguing with this fucking... So these people that go, what's your favourite biscuit? What's your favourite biscuit? That's, and that's their stick. I'm the biscuit collector. Hello, I'm, I'm the biscuit tin. And I find out, if you want to know what a celebrity's favourite biscuit is, I'm the biscuit tin. And I will ask, Licky Campbell, what's your favourite biscuit? Dwayne Johnson, what's your favourite biscuit? I'm the biscuit tin. I'm the biscuit tin. And if you want to know what your celebrity's favourite biscuit is, well, what's the bit? I'm the biscuit tin. Claudia Winkleman, what's your favourite biscuit? I'm the biscuit tin. There's this, this guy said, what's your favourite cheese? He's asked me before, and his thing is, what's your fa- if you want to know what a celebrity's favourite cheese is, then I'm the cheese man. I get it. It's, you know, it's fine. I just don't like those things. Those things kind of annoy me. A lot of people find it very funny. It brings a lot of joy, a lot of pleasure. That's great. But those things annoy me, right? And so this guy asked me that and I blocked him. But he also asked it in response. First, we spelled my name wrong. But he also asked me in response to a tweet about mental health and bullying, right? Quite an important tweet to me about mental health and bullying. What's your favorite cheese? So I blocked him, right? And he had, you know, he got upset, all right? Listen, I, I will prune and tidy my Twitter feed as I see fit. So he, 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 well, he blocked me. I blocked, he got, well, why did he block me? Um, and then I only found out later, like, he was getting his followers to tweet me, what's your favourite cheese in? But I didn't see them, right? Because... I've got a tweet out that's had close to 20,000 likes and there's a lot of replies. It's one of those ones where you turn on your phone and there are so many replies. It says, click here to see more. And I was clicking there to see more. Um, I've no idea what you're talking about. So I'm, I don't like the sound of it. So I'm going to block you. Um, My favourite biscuit is a custard cream, if you must know. But... So I didn't see any of these tweets from his people because it was just so many tweets and so many replies. I didn't really, I, I went through and liked a couple of tweets, but I, I didn't really see all of the tweets. I couldn't be bothered. So then there's so there's one guy, right? 
who I saw. Um, me and mate, why did you block the cheese man after his tweet asking you what's your favourite cheese is? What are you worried about? Your followers telling you cheese slices don't count as a good cheese? Coward. My reply. It was a stupid question in reply to a serious tweet about bullying and mental health. I thought it was flippant and demeaned the original message. Terry says... He's trying to bring joy to people on a site that is usually a sewer of negativity and hate. It's not a stupid question. It's a bit of fun. The two are not mutually exclusive. Stupid questions can be a bit of fun. It's not a stupid question. It is. He's got a website where if you search celebrities, it tells you their favorite cheeses. Life's too short to take so seriously, brother. Terry is telling me life is too short to take seriously. I've replied, you've ignored the main part of my tweet. I'm gonna next next tweet he does, I'm gonna block him. But Terry is telling me. Yes, my darling. Yes, little pat pats. Terry's telling me life is too short to take seriously. Does he know my work? Is he aware of Lock Popa Poker? Lock Popa, there's a new game. Is he aware of Lock Poker and the Adam Ant game? Is he aware of a three-hour show we did on um, talk radio where we played war? Is he aware of those things? Jim, Jim Adebo says, how does what's your favorite cheese bring joy? Terry says, and you still not told us your favorite cheese. Come on, man. He doesn't read the tweets. He sets notifications on blue checks. He's not trying to offend you or piss you off. Just asking the same question to you. Um, and block. Block. You're telling me that life is too short to take seriously? Really? You know who I am, right? You know what I do. Oh, no, you don't. You're just some prick on Twitter. Block. I prune my Twitter as I see fit. And then I tweeted my local MP who voted Boris Johnson. Um, and he said, here's why I voted Boris Johnson. But he'd set it so that you couldn't reply to him, right? And so I then tweeted this. Why have you set this so you can't reply? What are you scared of, you prick? Something like that. But then they're using that. The fucking cheese people are using that to say, oh, right, right. So uh, he he likes his right to reply, except when he doesn't want people to have a right to reply. He likes his right to reply, except when he doesn't like his right to reply. Me calling out a politician for voting for a corrupt, debauched liar, as as James O'Brien called him, a, a distraction with an egg-stained suit. He's comparing that with me blocking someone for asking me what my favourite cheese is. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'll do it first. Um, so we, I always like to, so I always like, um, I always like to see the tweet people do after I've blocked them. It's just a fucking stupid question, right? What's your, uh, hello, I'm the sandwich shop on Twitter. If you want to know 
What are celebrities' favourite sandwiches? Follow me. Christopher Lillycrap, what's your favourite sandwich? Al Pacino, what's your favourite sandwich? What's the name of the woman that presented Big Brother? Davina? Davina? I've got a question for you, Davina. What's your favourite... What's your favourite sandwich? Because I'm the sandwich shop. Um, let me take you to the sandwich shop. Gary Wilmot likes a bit of pork chop. I'm the sandwich shop. I, I, what I do, it's my thing online. It's, it's, it's my thing online. What I do is I create a little bit of fun for people by running the sandwich shop, right? It's just a little bit of fun, right? I ask celebrities what their favourite sandwich is, right? And then they tell me, and I put it in an Excel web sheet, right? It's the sandwich shop, right? And if, and if celebrities don't want to play, right? If celebrities don't want to play, well, then they're fuckers. They're fucking bastards, right? If they don't want to fucking play, life's too short to take seriously, right? It's too short to take seriously. So if they don't answer, I'll get fucking everyone to go and fucking hassle them. It's the fuck on the fucking sandwich shop. Did you know Christopher Tarrant's favourite sandwich is cheese and mayo with salt and vinegar crisps in it? Did you know that? Of course you didn't know that because you haven't been to the sandwich shop. It's a sandwich shop. It's a thing I do on, on it's what I do on Twitter when I'm not masturbating. Let's see if, if he's noticed that he's been blocked yet. He'll be kick, he'll be very, very upset. He blocked me as well, guys. Guys, this guy's an asshole. He's blocked me, guys. All I did was ask him what his favourite cheese was, then ignore the point he made in the tweet that he took the time to reply to. He made a, a very important point in the tweet, but I ignored that. Twice, I ignored that, even when he drew my attention to it. He was very kind to give me a little bit of time, and he drew my attention to the point that I'd missed it the first time. And I ignored it the second time, and then he blocked me. What? So I sent him a tweet, based on a tweet from someone he blocked. He took the time to reply to me. I ignored the point he made in the first first tweet and, and asked him again and told him life was too short to take seriously. Then he pointed out the serious point in his tweet again and I ignored it again and then he blocked me. What the fuck is wrong with him? I didn't even know who he was until the cheese shop asked him. I had to Google him. I didn't even know I didn't even know who he was. Life is too short to take seriously. Here we go. He's re he's taken pictures of the the, the, the story in, in three tweets. My tweet, my tweet, blo he's blocked. I've had no joy. I think he's telling us just a good old-fashioned block of cheese. It's a bit of fun. It's a little bit of fun. 
It's a little bit of fun. We're just asking celebrities what their favourite cheese is. In response to a tweet about bullying and mental health. We've been going for an hour. I've barely started. I'm I'm tempted to tweet him and go, what's your favourite way to die? What's your your favourite way to die? Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, so what I do, what I like to do now is I like just like to tweet, delete the responses to that boring, boring man. That's uh. I've had no... I think he's telling us he likes a good old cheddar. It's a bit more music. Um, it's a bit more music. Uh, oh, there we go. Doris. Yes. She's Swedish, I think. I'm loving playing music tonight. We're just gonna let's just play music, shall we? The Delgados are reforming. What a day to be alive! January, we're off to see the Delgados. I'm tempted to go and see the Wonder Stuff and my life story. Okay, um, I should have said this. Thank you very much, Louise Hoffman. Um, so this is this is a show that I'm doing on Wednesday nights. It's going to stop in July. Things are going to change in July. I got a job coming up. I signed the contract today. I still can't quite see what it was. Well, I still can't say what it is. So I was reading something and it made me change the words that were in my head. Um, so from July, it's going to be two shows a week. If you want to, we, we suspect we're going to lose a lot of you and that's great, but it's going to be two shows a week. Me and Catherine, Thursdays and Fridays, one, sh- one free show a month. The rest are behind the paywall. If you want to stick with us, it's the only way you can see me and Catherine. She will not be doing the radio show with me. This, Catherine, I was thinking maybe we should just change our free podcast feed to Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle because I think Radio Anywhere is done. It's served its purpose. Uh, hello, big boy. Big boy, Okay. Okay. He's off out. Um, so this podcast is free. You can get this free. Go and look for Radio Anywhere, soon to be Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, and you can download this podcast for free without the music. The £15 and above patrons, you get this with the music. Last week's hasn't gone up yet. Catherine's been very busy. It will be going up soon. It will be going up soon, as will this. Thank you very much, Roger. Um and this, of course, is funded by our wonderful, wonderful Patreons. If you want to be a Patreon, and thank you to everyone that's still with us, www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. And that's I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. Um, so this is, uh, so come July, there will be no Wednesday show. There'll be no free show, right? Um, it will be Thursdays and Fridays, probably 7 till 9.30 on a Thursday, maybe 10. We've got to see because I've got to be up at quarter past five. Uh, Thursdays and Fridays. Next week, we've got Chris White from The Zombies on. Um, and that's what Patreon is going to be. Um, it's going to be that. We expect to lose a lot of you, which is absolutely fine. You think, well, I'm not going to pay for fuck. I'm not going to pay for two shows. You want to tell us what his favourite cheese is. It's a strong cheddar. Um, it, 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 I'm not going to pay for two shows. That's absolutely cool. It's a fiver. 
for two shows, the only chance you get to see me and Catherine, hear me and Catherine. You get to watch the shows. You get access to hundreds of hours of stuff. Then make it so, Catherine. Um, and you get to watch the two shows live or, or watch them back, and you get podcasts. It's the only way you're going to hear me and Catherine together. She is not part of the, the radio show. Um, so we're going to go down to two shows a month next week. And we're still going to do the two Zoom meetings a month for the £15 and above. If you're a £15 and above, you get invited to two Zoom meetings. And in fact, there's a Zoom meeting this Saturday, the 11th, at 5 p.m. And you should now have the link for that. 0203 286 6370 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. So I had a tweet that's had nearly 20,000 likes. Shall we have a look at all the blue ticks that got involved? So the first one I'm seeing here is Patricia Devlin. She's a crime. Let's have a little look here. She's a crime and investigative journalist. Retweets, not an endorsement. Uh, Nolly Timere, no edit with Patricia Devlin available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and Amazon. So that's, that's a podcast uh, that she's got that looks like looks great. Um, OK, so that's OK. So that's a serious one. Crime and investigative journalist. I love it. Thank you very much, Patricia, for, for liking that. Now, Natalie Rowe is arguing with someone. Author of Whipping Up a Storm, Love Exposing This Corruptory Government, currently led by a vile crook named Boris Johnson, hashtag Black Lives Matter. And I believe Natalie was a Big Brother contestant. I can't quite um, I can't quite place her. Blues Noodler says, I see Patreon as a small way of showing support for you two, regardless of the contents of two shows is fine by me. Thank you very much. There will be some that go, you used to do five shows a week. And I to- that's totally, totally cool. For five... For a fiver, you're still getting more than you get with the wonderful Sean Keaveney. And also people go, oh, yeah, but you're, you're earning. Let me tell you, I will not be earning very much. Harsh is there. He's my accountant. Harsh knows exactly how little, <laughs> how little I will be earning with the um, with the radio show. It's money. It's regular money, but ain't a lot of regular money. So please don't think I'm doing it. I'm getting rich. Right. Now we've got Alex, who is a radio TV presenter, BBC Radio 1, for Music, Kiss FM, Kiss Fresh. Um, there we go, and he's written a book with his little boy. There we go. Got a bed goose. That's a lovely picture, isn't it? That's a lovely picture. So that is Alex Presents. Thank you very much, Alex Presents. Um, Dan Morrissey. It's me, Dan Morrissey, off your radio and sometimes telly. Okie doke. I don't know. Rick Kelsey, presenter of The Running Channel. Um, Avex Sons. Avex Sons are a band. They're a really cool band that I met years and years ago um, when I was hosting something. There was was it called what, Heritage Music TV? There was a TV channel. Remember, Catherine? We 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 hid in a closet. True story. We hid in a closet and watched the Bare Naked Ladies. It was for that channel. I can't remember the name of the channel. Mark Byron, Scouser, Egyptian Prince, media personality, presenter, and Style Award winner, Big Brother UK. I, I, do I? No, I don't recognise this guy. But he was on Big Brother, which is great. Uh, who's this? Bex, April, May. Here we go. I got a lot of journalists following me. You can call in, by the way. I got a lot of journalists following me because of this tweet. And I turned down an interview with the Mail on Sunday. Journalists present to interview Guardian, Metro, UK, Enemy, Cosmopolitan and more. So there we go. I recognise her. I wonder, if I've, I wonder if I've worked with her. You've got to be a big celebrity sofa bum. That's why Catherine can't get a blue tick. Gemma Sherlock. Affiliate content editor for Reach, host of I Am I'm Fine podcast, lost mum to cancer on the nineteenth of the third, twenty twenty one, and she's a Dachshund, Dachshund, Dashhound, Dachshund, vintage TV. That was it, Chaz. Thank you. 
Um, by the way, I'm not doing this to go, oh, these people. I'm doing it because I'm, I'm genuinely fascinated. They're all lovely people. Here we go. Frugal. Daily deals, personal finance, and whatever else comes up. Created in 2012 and st- still going strong. Okay? Frugal. Now, Michael Smiley, who's a great comedian and a great actor, married to um, Miranda Sawyer. Um, Nicola Lampert, journalist writing about all things. These are the blue ticks that like my thing. Um, now, now, there. I've had a quite... Who's Mike Dixon? Mike Dixon, musical director, supervisor, conductor and composer, West End TV and radio. Still pinch myself. Good. My book, Turn Around and Take a Bow. But I've had quite a lot of conversations today with this gentleman. Nicky Campbell. Nicky Campbell. Because, um, so Nicky tweeted... A wee announcement. Been working on this new BBC Sounds podcast. It's out today. It's called Different. People who amaze me, baffle me, intrigue me. First guest, a white witch called Tonks. Chris says nothing against Nicky Campbell. Retweeting him. That's not a cool thing to do. But it makes me sad that this sounds very similar to what Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle have been doing for decades. And now they can't even get a gig on the radio. There's something wrong there. Nicky has replied, I was doing it 1999 to 94 on my late night radio show, Radio One show, returning to that. And then he replied, but they are indeed brilliant. Thank you, Nikki. I replied, we didn't invent the concept of talking to people, but I appreciate the defence. Nikki is one of the good guys and always been very kind and generous to me. Looking forward to hearing this. Nikki says, you are a top man and a fellow fab head. I then replied, I also have bipolar like you. Thanks for talking about it. And he said, oh, my, we must talk. And then, then, then he didn't get back. Narina Palo. Because she's got a new album out. Love a little bit of Narina. Should we play some Narina? Love Narina. Can you see that second picture along there is, is a print by Narina that she very kindly gave me. Um, I love Narina. I want to get a song from the album that was produced by Bernard Butler. Oh, this is great. This is have a pop. Let's have some pop. you jim um james farley's in the house lovely to see you james richard says i need to investigate this woman narina is incredible she was like a pop star for, like quite a big pop star for a bit and i don't know if it's through choice like it was imani was a big pop star and then she dismantled it she didn't like it and so columbia records well, after a big hit um what was imani's imani's big hit uh, legends of a cowgirl and they wanted the next album to be like all um, like sampling and stuff. She, oh, I don't want to do that. And so she di- she dismantled the pop star machine that she was in. I don't know if Narina dismantled it, but she did Sophia and Everybody's Gone to War. Is that Everybody's Gone to War and Sophia, which were huge hits? And, I, I, and she's just oh my god, I love her so much. I think she's fabulous. Um, for those interested, my favourite cheese is a strong cheddar. It's a strong chair. Wait, ha, 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 I'm the chocolate, I'm the chocolate shop. And what I do, what my, what my thing is, it's my thing, uh, is I ask celebrities what their favourite chocolate bar is. And, uh, and then I collate it and I, I put it on. It's just a bit of fun. Life's, life's too short to take it seriously. Um, so, for, for example, 
Um, uh, for example, Tony Blackburn's favourite uh, chocolate bar is a Mars bar. Nice and straightforward. It's a Mars bar. He likes a Mars bar. I don't know why. I don't. I don't ask why they like them. I don't go. In, I don't want to bother these celebrities. I don't want to go too much into it. Right? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into it. So I don't ask him why. But it's it's uh, it's. Just, I haven't had a. I haven't had a response from the Rock yet. I tweeted the Rock, and they're a fucking miserable bastard. and fucking reply. So I got everybody to. Uh, I got everybody to all my followers. I got. I got quite a few followers on Twitter. I got 136 followers, and what I did is I got them to say, "Come on, the Rock. What, what is your favourite? What is your favourite chocolate bar? Uh, Chris Terrence is a club." And he did tell me why he liked it. He liked it for the song. A bar, 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 a club. He liked it for that, you see. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, uh, interestingly, before he passed away, and uh, before he became the person that we know now, we didn't know he was at the time, uh, Jimmy Savile uh, liked a trio. Can't, you can't wait really to talk about it now. Oh, everyone's I mean, oh, it's political correctness gone mad, really. Is it health and safety gone mad? You can't, you can't say uh, Jimmy Savile's favourite chocolate bar was a trio. You can't do that because people go, oh. But what, what, what he did, what he did was raise fucking millions of money for uh, for, for charity. Everything else, you put that to one side, right? Fucking millions of uh, pounds for charity. Everything else, put that to one side. He liked a trio. I liked him. James says, you can't get cheddar auf dem Deutsch because of Brexit. Brexit's going really, really well. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Brexit is is working so, so well. It it, it really is taking off. Sofa Bum, my mum went on a few dates with Chris Tarrant. That's Sofa Bum saying that. That's not me telling Sofa Bum that my mum went on a few dates with Chris Tarrant. She didn't. Um, I'd love to know more. When you say a few dates, where did they go? What year was it? Did they have sexual intercourse? Did Chris Tarrant ask her if she wanted to phone a friend? Got my finger on the pulse, baby. My finger is on the pulse. The pulse. You know when they do that, right? Oh, my God, I think... Like in a movie, they go... By the way, this is the thing, right? It's all because of this cheese guy asked me what my favourite cheese was and I blocked him. So all of his drones are kicked off, right? If he, if he just, one of them just came into this stream, they'd know it's a strong, crumbly cheddar. They'd know that. But you know, in, in films, they go, oh my God, you think, is he, is he alive? No, he's dead. What the fuck is this? Fingers under the neck. You can't tell someone's alive with the fingers under the neck. I can't even feel the pulse on a wrist. Right, I, I, I give it to you that some people can. Sofa says my mum never had sex. Okay, um, I, I beg to differ, Sofa. Um, uh, uh, so I, I can't even feel the pulse on a wrist, right? But I, I believe some people can. I'm being told there's a pulse under the neck, but you can't feel. You can't feel anything. They just go. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. He died. You can tweet the cheese dude and tell him I think he's a prick. He's complaining that I blocked him. He blocked me immediately after with the block twins. This is Radio Anywhere. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Radio Anywhere. I think I'd watch that. Let's have a look at... Um, oh, Kavanaugh followed me on Twitter. I don't think there's any many other interesting... Um, uh, I don't think there's any other interesting Noreen. We've got to Noreen. Adam Pearson, journalist, presenter, speaker, writer. I, I want people with over 50,000 followers, please. Chris Allen, head of digital content, BBC Studios. Give me a job. Uh, Shenaz Khan, radio presenter from Fresh West Midlands. Okay. Interesting. I like local radio. Connor Gogarty, senior reporter for Wales Online. Mark White. We don't know who that is. But I'm sure these are all lovely. Joe Tomlinson. Entrance. Who are Entrance? Are they famous? Uh, ben Kelly. Here we go. Here's a good one. Leah Boletto, freelance ju- a presenter and journalist for Sky News. I like Leah. She's married to Ricky. I like Leah a lot. She's one of the good pe- These are all good people. Um... Julie Hamill, um, Jacques Talbot, Alex O'Leary. How, with, with, now, with respect to Alex O'Leary, right, I'm not knocking him. He's a reporter at Teesside Live. He has only got 413 followers, and you do have to wonder. how Catherine's got like 12,000 followers. She can't get a blue tick. I think they've closed the blue tick thing because it was corrupt. A lot, of, a lot of GB News people started following. Mick Booker, editorial director, GB News, the People's Channel. A lot of GB News people followed me. Uh, Mohammed Butt, um, Rob Harris, Harry's, excuse me, Hayley Min. There was a few big GB Sarah Jane Honeywell. Remember Sarah Jane? Good friend of mine. Good friend of mine. Um, Mark Stein. Presenter GB News. Um, David Robson, I don't know who that is. Shappy, Shapparak, who texted me today saying, Happy birthday for today, Ian, my 8th of June twin. And I had to reply, Thank you so much. My birthday's tomorrow. Um, so there we go, guys. Greg and, 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 and Will don't count because they're friends. They're friends. What's your favourite change, Ian? That's the question 
that I really want to ask. You're wondering how I know uh, Nikki Campbell, right? I'll, I'll show you how I know. I'll show you exactly how I know. Even when we've now heard from 1,200 of those customers who disagree passionately. Among the latest, TV and radio presenter Ian Lee. He was driving his Clio home from work. That was my flat. And I should never have sold that flat. I should still be living in that flat in Muswell Hill. Interestingly, this car, right, it was a shitty Clio. And um, one day I looked out of the window, right, and there were a load of police just, like, getting in their cars and going. And that car was smashed to pieces, right? It was smashed to pieces, undrivable. And I leant out of the window, Oi! Where are, you, where are you going? That's my car. Would you come down, please, sir? And a drunk driver had smashed into it with a van, smashed it, completely knackered it, right? So it got taken off. Was it a write-off? It was close to being a write-off. I don't know if it was a write-off. So it got taken away, and the insurance gave me a higher car. One week later, there was a huge storm, and the roof of these block of flats blew off and crushed the higher car. After that, my insurance company refused to insure me. I'm wearing boot cut there. It's a boot cut got on there. The latest TV and radio presenter, Ian. Look at me and Nikki Campbell looking under the bonnet. Me and Nikki Campbell having a me and Nikki Cam Cams having a look look under the bonnet. He was driving his Clio home from work one. Should never have sold that flat. One hundred and sixty-eight Colney Hatch Lane. One hundred and sixty-eight B Colney Hatch Lane. A few weeks ago. Suddenly. Almighty crack! The Almighty crack! That's the title of my autobiography. Bonnet flies open, flush against the windscreen. We had to do several takes of this because I said it was a potential death trap, and then I said, "Oh, you can't really say that on here, can you?" Because that's a, a cliche. And it was just terrifying. So you went to Renault about this, yeah? Yeah. He didn't come in my house. I didn't invite him in the house. They said. They said, "How fast were you driving? When did you last close the bonnet?" And then said, "Well, yeah, that's your fault. Your fault for bad maintenance for not looking after it." And there's nothing we can do. The bonnet flies open. That's what happened to me. It's terrifying. Bonnet may have been open in my case. So I don't... what about the knock-on effect for your insurance claim? Well, I took, took this into Renault to get a quote for a new bonnet. The bonnet's got to be replaced, 800 quid. So I'm doing it through the insurance, which means £250 excess, uh, loss of no claims bonus, and the premium's going to go up. So it's... it's... Oh, the premium's going to go up, Nicky. What's going to happen? You see... You see um, you see, Nikki, what's going to happen is the premium's going to go up, Nikki. And when the premium goes up, Nikki, that's when they start asking you what your favourite cheese is, Nick. Now, listen, life's too short to take seriously. I'll get that. And asking you what your favourite cheese is is just a bit of fun. But in response to something that could have killed me, Nick, that's, that's, that's no fun. That's, that's, that's no fun, mate. That is no fun. James, are any of you streaming tonight, by the way? It's costing me money, and that is making me even angrier because Renault know this happens, and they will take no responsibility. <laughs> ...for this at all. But Ian is among scores of Cleo... Yeah, look at that! There's someone in my car. Hang on. Are we out of the car or are we in the car? 
Not this week. Matt's not happy. What's wrong with Matt? By the way, the, uh, the first 30 minutes... Oh, you're not in the podcast this week. The, the, your podcast is shit this week. ...you say they didn't get that letter. And they, they told me on the phone, they've, they've sent it to me, they've sent... That was my look back in the day. Cardigan, T-shirt, jeans. Two men looking under a bonnet, says Catherine, neither has a clue why. Well, no, we, we did have a clue, Catherine. It's because the director had told us to. A letter saying they sent me the letter. Dave says the same thing. Two blokes without a clue what they're looking at. Uh, because you're not streaming. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed, if, I, if I'm honest. And I didn't get it. That's not good enough, is it? Sending a letter saying, oh, you should, your, your bonnet might be a little bit funny. I'm doing the cheese voice! I'm doing the cheese voice! Get it? That's not good oh, enough. Oh, sending a letter saying, oh, oh. You should, your, your bonnet might be a little bit funny. Take it in and get it done. Surely that's not good enough. Do you know how I got on there? I'll tell you how I got on there. My wife worked at the BBC and I was a big fan of Watchdog. Really big fan. And she said, oh, I, can, I, I know the director, so I know someone who works on it. Do you want to go in and watch it being filmed once? It was live, I think. And I said, yeah. So I went in with her and we sat in the corner and watched Watchdog. And Nikki Cam said, all right, Ian, what? What are you here for? I said, oh, I, I love, I love Watchdog, and I just want to come and watch it. He's like, what? I said, yeah, I love Watchdog, and I just want to come and watch it being done. Oh, by the way, my Renault Clio has the thing that you've been doing that campaign about. Boom, that's how I was on there a second time with the lady. Hang on, there's a fifty minutes of rise. Brands banking new. Fifty minutes of rise. Do you know how much I got paid for that? £4,000 a week. And do you know how much of that I saved? None of it. It all went on cocaine. True story. It all went on cocaine. And um, and I didn't have enough money to pay my tax bill. Oh, that's so cold. Good morning. It's Monday, the 20th of January. I had to have a look at that to find out what it was. Uh, you're watching the new rise. And it's-, it's the first ever show. Holy shit, I remember this with Edith. Edith left when she found out how much I was getting paid. 6.58 in the morning. Good morning. Hello. I'm here. It all went on cocaine. I feel so sorry for this kid. I used to be angry about it, right? And I just feel so sorry for this kid. He was so lost and so scared and thrown into this world of celebrity and fame massively and had absolutely no strategy for dealing with it and no one, no mentor to help him. And at this point in my life, I was about, I started going, so this is June, January. I went to my first meeting in July. I didn't get it till September of the year after 2003. Um, I was in free fall here. This is the beginning. This is where the insanity really kicked in. I was insane already. But this is where it really kicked in. Very early on into the run of this, I found a Coke dealer that would deliver um, on a scooter. And this is the this is where the insanity kicked and in. And I mean, this woman, a very good morning oh. to you. Now, coming up today, we've got a very big... Oh, Ian Clear. I've got bottoms in the paper. How are you, mate? Are we doing about bottoms? Yeah, so I'll show you. It's just, I won't show and tell it's probably too rude, but there's just pictures of lots of bottoms. <laughs> That's a nice way to wake up, isn't yeah. it? Uh, listen, we've got to ask you do you get bored of people making jokes about your name, Goose? Does he, people um, have a gang. What a shit question. The red sits up. There we go. I wrote this. Oh, is, is Liverpool a good place for chilli sauces? They, they work quite hard. Oh, Ian. Oh, Ian. <laughs> so we're going to go up to the next one, are we? Oh, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I got a thumb ring! 
I got a thumb ring! <laughs> really, really want to swear. Just that Manish I'm guessing is hardcore, you know the, the score. Yard. Down it, down it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing at the weekend, fellas? Fellas. Right. Fellas. That was really cool. I've just seen um, a slightly deformed figure on screen. That was, that was Charles, Charlie Charles. He is, he is only 12 He years. was um, swimming in the sea, uh, I guess around Sri Lanka, when that, you know, that massive tsunami of, was it 2005 when that hit? Swimming in the sea. And he was eventually washed up on the beach surrounded by dead bodies couldn't find his girlfriend she was alive in the end and was one of the first people that was flown home and was interviewed by sky news some story right nice lad charles is old and that baldness is is real it's a lot of stress a lot of stress oh, baldness at 25 unbelievable it's a chelsea match going on chelsea versus man city i thought i watched this keep it going so i watched the football on the telly the other day it turns out it was a match from about five years ago what a waste of time thank you here come the blues here come the reds it's a football match it's a football match he scored a goal he saved a goal it's a football match it's a football match Goalkeeper in back, the referee's up, up in front. The referee's in black, something key is a character. Come on, the Reds, come on, the Blues, it's a football match. Now, Eurovision Song Contest. If you think it's true, text T to 84. Who said he was in Big Brother? One double eight. If you think it's false, text F this Friday. Check it out. There are four. Big sound. Now, I, I really well. You've also written number ones for other artists and an album track for Martine McCutcheon. Oh, yeah. I, I love. I think she's oh sexy. John John Tickle's doing a rude gesture <laughs> with his hands. Why did you want to? Why did you want to write for Martine? She's a top girl. She's my, one of my mates. And... It's a classy lady. Classy lady. Here Kim, we go. Here we go. Bag of wank. This is bag of wank. Here we got a phone call uh, from Kim in Newcastle. First of all, hello, Kim. Are you there? Where's yeah, the bag of wank? You're right, Kim. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks very much. You sound a little bit miserable. Oh, I've got cold. Oh, bless you. Well, are you, are you bunking up work today? Oh no, I'm on maternity leave. I'm trying to find the bag of wank comment. Trying to find the bag of wank comment. Wait, hang on. I want to see if we were out. Is Uri Geller? Whose belt was a bong? Um, just maybe it's not in this one. Uh, you know, who am I kissing there? Oh. Don't take drugs. Don't take drugs. Yeah, I'm trying to find the bit with Coolio. Is it on here? Um, I'm just scrolling. There's, there's John Tickle. That's not John Tickle. There's John. I don't know where John Tickle is. I can't find him. Um, Coolio uh, doesn't seem to be on there, and there's a strong chance it isn't. It's not there. Are you there, my darling? I am here. Hi, Emma. Hello. Who's your question for? It's for Matt, please. Oh, Matt, OK, Matt. away you go. Um, I have on occasion found myself doing things I probably shouldn't in the good name of Goss. I'd like to know what... <laughs> Most of the phone calls were from uh, members of the team because people did not phone in. People did not phone in. Um, talk TV. Hey, look, I'm on talk, talk TV. Talk TV. 
Hey, guys, it's now rebranded as Talk TV. 0203. What have we got? 0203 286 We're going to play. We'll take a phone call, then we'll play another Narina song. Do you want a hit or do you want an album track? Do you want a hit or an album track? Let's get. Hang on a minute. Let's. I'm going to do a poll. Hello. I'm just trying to remember how to do polls on Ooh. Twitch. I think I go. Hang on a minute, because we're going to do a poll. Is it? Was it exclamation part poll and then you've got to No, I have to go or? to the creator no. dashboard. That's it. Yep. Uh, manage like poll. Two years ago. Here we go. Here we go. This is like the old days. Do I, I will play a Narina track. Do you want a hit or an album track? That is beautiful. Let's go. So we go hit, beautiful album track. Uh, and then we so duration is going to be three minutes uh, and, and we're going to find out there we go i've started a poll guys i've started a poll good evening gerald good evening uh your 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 chat about um watchdog has evoked a memory in me yeah. uh of of listening to you back then and how you used to uh used to get callers bring you tapes of watchdog that you'd forgotten to sky plus oh wow really People did yep. that. People, yes. people. I don't know what it was about LBC. I think it was probably the London part of it, and particularly yeah. cabbies would do anything yeah. for you. Yeah, they would actually. They would. It was kind of. Some people called it like a cult at uh, my show, and I think they're probably right looking back. Mm. Actually, I think they're. When I, think I first was... listened, I thought that. Yeah, no, I thought I didn't oh, it's a something. cult, and I don't get it, and it took me a while. So I joined LBC two thousand and four, September two thousand and four. I think I did maybe did some shows before that, filling in for Clive. I filled in for Clive for two weeks. It's my my first kind of mm. go at it, and I was I was trying to really really trying to get clean, right? And I did the first week clean, and I got to the second week, like the Tuesday of the second week, and I found a wrap of cocaine in my car. And I managed to come in the next day and do the show, but I had to drink a lot of beer to kind of calm me down a bit. And then I took the rest of the week off. And um, I'm, it was amazing that they actually called me back and offered me a job after just being that. I'm so I, I'm so blessed. Generally, genuinely, a higher power moment that David Lloyd, even after that car crash, he didn't know that I was was high. Um, but he he called me back. That's a higher power moment that changed. My life forever changed my life forever. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have had however eighteen years on the radio without that. So yeah. there we go. Can I can I can I ask a question? And, yes, and you can tell me to get you know, lost. You can ask me anything you want, as long as it's not what my fucking favourite cheese is. No, 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 I'm not going to ask you that. Um, the Triple M shows that you did on Sunday night. Yep. Were you high for any of them? No. Okay. No, because I got clean September the 26th, 2004. And right, okay. um, I think that's before I joined them properly. They replaced, imagine this, they, they, they sacked Brian Hayes to give me the yeah. weekend slot. No, I was, the only times I was high was that two weeks. Uh, um, and that was only for a couple of shows because I was really, really trying to get clean then. That was when I was really trying to do it and I couldn't. I just kept getting pulled back. It was when I was filling in for Clive. Um, so I got clean September the 26th. Someone will, will know exactly what date I started LBC. I think, well, no, the first show I did was Christmas Eve that year. Wow. Yeah, the first show was 10 till 1 Christmas Eve into um, Christmas Day. And it was Chris's first show. No, that couldn't have been the first show because I had... 
that um, female producer who I didn't get on with. Hold Steph, on. I'm ladies, gonna, I'm going to check, I'm check the, the the podcast stream. La- Lady Steph, Lady Steph, who I didn't get on with at all. I vaguely remember her. Yeah, that was that was uh, the view results. Let's just see. Uh, right. 64%, 64% want a hit. 64% want a hit. Just checking how this goes back. This goes back to... And it goes back to 29th of July 2005, your forecast. Okay. Stuff, so okay. so there's, there's missing episodes. Missing episodes. Well, the early ones were shit. I mean, some of the... Most of them they weren't, they weren't that great. Right. I'm going to do a the, new the poll. The only reason I asked... The only reason I asked about the triple by the way, was because they were so psychedelic that... I don't, and obviously because of my lack of knowledge of drugs, I didn't know whether they were. No, there was there was no there was no thing. I also know that Chris did those shows for free, and I did it for like a third of my rate because we just enjoyed doing it so much. We just enjoyed doing it so so much. Um, There's a second poll coming out. Do you want a fast hit or a slow hit? Um, So we, you know, I was doing it almost for free. Chris was doing it for free. I would pick him up every Sunday night, and we would go and do it, and it was just. We were doing it for the art and for the joy and for the pleasure and for the weirdness, you know, and I loved that show. That was that was so much fun. That's, that was so much fun. That's the one that got me interested because that's where I heard your your anger uh, oh, and the way you played with callers and the idiots that would ring in like, oh, this is terrible on a Sunday night. Play some music. Do something else. Yeah. And you would kill them for it. And it was beautiful. That's when Tommy Boyd came People back in. don't. Go on. Yeah, exactly. Play radio, wasn't it? Well, when no, it was before Play Radio. I, was he? I think was he still at Talk when I was there? But that's when he oh, came back know. into my sphere, right? Because that guy Mickey YNWA, who turned out to be a cock. He, oh yeah, the Liverpool guy. Yeah, he, he turned out to be a. He just suddenly turned on me for some reason. I got no idea why. Anyway, he started phoning, going, saying, "Oh, your show's really good. It's a bit like Tommy Boyd." And I'd kind of forgotten about Tommy Boyd and hadn't listened to him for ages. And um, that's how I kind of Boyd came into my sphere. So people said it was me ripping off the human zoo. But I don't think I don't think I'd listen to the human zoo when we did that. Maybe I had. I I can't quite remember. I think you had more you had more music clips and bits. Boyd was just taking calls that had from my memory of the human zoo. It was just a stream of consciousness calls. Yeah. Yours was different in the entertainment side of it. Right, right. And the noises that you played and the things that you tried. You say some things didn't work, some things worked brilliantly. The 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 fifteen minute drum solo or whatever. Oh it was Jesus called, Christ. Clap. That well that the drum so solo like that. The drum solo, as far as I remember, was when we were doing like we ended up so the last show I think was like seven to ten or something. And we did yeah, the drum yeah, yeah. solo on that when I knew that my days were numbered. That's when we did a fifteen minute was it? How long was it? I'm always surprised. Oh, I can't, it, it was ten minutes. It was so. I, you know what? I don't even remember what the prize was. I remember I did a Rocky chant for two hours for a Game right. Boy Advanced or something, but never did, never got it. All right, listen, goodbye, because we're going to play. We're yeah, going to play goodbye. the yeah, drum yeah, thing. Um, Jim says I listened to Tommy Boyd on Southern Sound when I was about ten. Every so did I. He did a quiz show with Nicky Keg Shevlin. Okay, so this is a, the drum roll. Stay there, stay there. We're going to have a drum roll for this. Okay, so. Here. Uh, Oh, this is when they got taken over and I knew my days were numbered, right? Have some of this. Is, okay. This was LBC, but 8 o'clock in the evening, right? Imagine that. This is LBC. Imagine this is happening on the Ian Dale show. The end of the drum roll. Wait for the end. 
Midge <laughs> is going to tell us the most innovative, creative oh, topic he can come up with. Wait for it, wait for up. it. It's not going to be nice. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it. I, I had, like, a drum roll sound that was about 45 seconds, but you could keep jumping back, and it didn't break, so it just sounded like it was going on forever. <laughs> Imagine this oh, on the oh, Ian Dale show. going on for a while. Hey, Mandy, nice to see you. <laughs> Thank you, James. I can't. I knew. Bloody. I knew. I, I knew I was leaving soon. I knew I was leaving soon. Baba booey, baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> Who's this Patrick Riley? He's got loads of clips of me. Good evening. Do you remember hearing this? Yeah, it's good. Good job I've signed that contract. This kind of stuff radio's coming back. A few yeah, years ago... Hang on a minute. A few years ago, a boy called in to talk about his grandmother in an old folks' home with dementia. You ridiculed him and told him his story was fake. His grandmother died recently. OK, thanks for the update. That's in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh no! Where, where is he? He's in the loo, the drummer. <laughs> Seven minutes. And the drum roll. And the band stays on all night. <laughs> we're, we're about a quarter of the way through it. <laughs> Oh, no, I think you're probably with me with the drum nose here. <laughs> Birdie, I'm not going to click on the link, but thank you for the update. Come on, Mr. Drama, get on the drum. <laughs> <laughs> Singing London. Even I'm getting bored of this. <laughs> on LBC! <laughs> I think you're right, Dick. <laughs> I hope it's a nice cake. I hope it's a nice chocolate. Double chocolate. What the fuck is he going on about? With a layer of ice cream. Can I dare do this on my new radio show? Dare I? <laughs> is it a forest ghetto? He's the one that feels uncomfortable. What I like about stuff like this is it starts off funny, goes on for so long that it stops being funny, and then it comes out the other side as funny again. And the drum keeps playing. All right, Birdie, thanks thanks for your comments. All taken on board. I would suggest you go and watch something else. 
Hey, Mr. DJ. <laughs> Play that bass. We're about halfway through. <laughs> Woke up in the morning. What is going on? <laughs> come on, come on, come on. I think come I know on, what I do. Really. I think I know what I do. And the drum keeps beating. The drum keeps beating! I feel like I'm lost in a wave of gum rolls. <laughs> in a sea of gum rolls. <laughs> Imagine Eddie Mayer doing Forever. this. <laughs> Take me away from. <laughs> oh my God! I knew, I knew I was going to be handing my notice in shortly after this. The, moon is young. the boss who took over was such an arsehole, a bully, an Wait actual here. bully. Before you go, yeah. go. There was a John something. <laughs> Little red carpet. He would he would be phoning my, my producer Maybe about this and telling bad. him to uh, to stop it. Hey, how's the Prince going? I heard I, I saw that uh, it's quite good. I had a couple of song of his. I had a couple of song of his. <laughs> that 1999 is quite nice. I was dreaming when I wrote this. Forgive me if it goes astray. Woke up one morning, thought it was judgment. There we go. <laughs> There's another one he's got. Take me with you. <laughs> is, the, is the drum run not finished yet? It's a really fantastic topic. There we go. It's an argument that needs to be settled, I think, when I heard it on uh, live show. Midge, what's the topic? Yeah. You'll have to tell us after this. Yes! I knew it! It's the travel, is it, Will? It's Amanda. Oh, yeah, my favourite. <laughs> okay, Amanda, thank you. I knew it! Okay, let's see. E97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Well, Midge, so what's the topic that you're going to steal from Clive Bull and uh, it's going to save us in the dead hour? Yeah, I was going to say, who's the ultimate spy? James Bond or Bond's... What's his name? Bond's Princey or something. Bond's Princey? Bond's Princey? Isn't he a reggae artist? No, Bond's Identity or somebody. I forgot his name. Bond... Oh, Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon. Well, James James Bond is. Next. Well, no, me, me, no. But, I mean, some people are saying he's... he's What happened to Dion? Tim, so I just thought... Well, no, but it's not. It's James Bond. Next. (laughs) Was that it? We had a six-minute drum roll. Well, and you, all you could come up with, all you could steal from Clive Ball's <laughs> mighty canon of topics that he's had over the past 25 years is, who's yeah. the best spy, Bond or Matt Damon? Well, it... it... Cut him. Oh, wait, I do apologise, London, for wasting your time. 
James asked if anybody from LBC said anything. Do you know, I don't remember, James. I was really toxic at that point. I'd been taken over by Global. I remember once I had this kid in, the G-Man, who's now like an award-winning music director, won't give me a job. And I let him host an hour of the show. And I couldn't see that Richard Parks was still on the other side of the glass. Once Globotech took I never do well when a company gets taken over. My it means my time is usually up. Because when I was at Absolute, the boss went, Ian, I don't get your show. Clive Dickens, who's actually one of the people I think that owns the station I'm working I'm gonna be working at soon. So I, I don't think they said anything, but we all knew it was coming to an end. This that Corley post in the chat built up to a racist bit, by the way. Racist by the person that I was accused of bullying mentally. I'm happy to bully racists. Um, what's this? Idiot caller complains and empathises. Oh, in that case, let's get Birdie back. Can we get? Can we unban Birdie, please? Can we unban Birdie? Can we unban Birdie and get Birdie back? Switched his phone off. Oh no, he's back. Okay. Yeah. Excellent, Paul. Sorry, I thought we lost you there for a second. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, you want to dump me, that's fine. No, I, I didn't at all. So the question was... Oh, by the way, you know when you're pretending your signal's breaking up, we can st- we can still hear the traffic in the background, so that doesn't work. Anyway, yeah. the question was, what would you like to hear on a Sunday night? Who was that, that, that American kid that you get on from time to time? What's I, name? I don't know. Well, that's not my fault, is it? Yeah. Well, no, I, you, it is your fault. You need to explain a little bit better who you're talking about. What American kid? We used to... Ring up and stuff. Um, do we need part one of this, or can we manage with part two? I don't know who you mean. A, bit, a little bit more specific? That's all I can remember. So, it's quite funny. So you'd like to hear an American kid that used to ring up from time to time? Yeah. Okay. Part one is needed. Well, how do I find part one? We're not going to listen to all of this, by the way. Uh, Crazy Denise. Um... Dave from Pinner. Listen to one more. I don't want to go too much in this. Dave from Pinner. Okie dokie, it's Dave in Pinner. Hello, Dave. Hey, Sean. Oh. Dave from Pinner. <laughs> Sorry, Dave from Pinner. That's Barry from Watford's son. Um, God, he's got loads of my stuff on here. He's got loads of my stuff. Um, I don't know... Hunter... James, how do you know all of this? Were you that big of a fan, Really? Um, were you that big of a fan? I thought I'm very flattered. Uh, here we go. Let's have a listen to some of this. What is new about the all new Triple M? Because it sucks. Okay. And you must wonder why you bother sometimes. No, I know exactly why I bother. <clears throat> well, go on then. Because I get paid, and it, I get paid quite handsomely for it. That's that's why I bother, Paul, if you must. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's up to you as a presenter to try and sort of, you know, direct uh, the content to keep people's attention, surely. What 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 content would you like to see? Well, I don't know. It's your job, not mine. Exactly, and I'm doing my job perfectly by the fact that the content on the Sunday night show... You've, you've obviously not got it. The content on the Sunday night show is... Uh, the dicta- rubbish. But it's dictated by the callers. It's rubbish. Right, but why why should there be content, Paul? Whoa! What a question! What a question! 2007. God, and I joined in 2004? Okay. Your show is rubbish. Okay. Your show is rubbish. 
Well, I've things like change, because I'm the change shop. It's the thing I do on Twitter. But try and, res- try and respond to the question. Why should there be... Oh, con- James, I knew you were a fan. I didn't know you were a hardcore fan. Thank you, man. That means a lot, because I, I messaged Dave the other day, and I, 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 I don't know if... I hope he passed the message on, but I love the computer game show so much. My two favourite podcasts are that and Nothing Is Real, which is about the Beatles. And there are loads and loads of Beatles podcasts, right? And they're all shit. They're, they're, well, they're not all shit, but some of them are. Quite often it's Americans going, well, of course, um, you know, in 1968, Lennon said that I am the walrus was nonsense and meaningless. But I think he was wrong. I think what it's actually about, there's loads of that, right? So nothing is real. And your show, the computer game show, is so much fun. And it's so good. And it's, you know, that episode I think you did in May, the bonus episode where Dave is talking about how his life is has turned to shit. And Matt is talking about the misery of, you know, really, really bad tooth problems. That episode was amazing, right? Four men sat there talking and sharing and and stuff you should put that out as a as a free episode for everyone because i genuinely think that is an important episode four men talking about horrible deep stuff physical pain emotional pain loss and i thought it was great and but the, but, the, but the main show oh, it's so good you four are so funny and it's that wonderful thing of it, for me, good radio, good podcasts are like, why does your American accent sound like Sean Connery? It, I, I, right, for me, I've, I've said for quite a long time, not the whole time I was doing radio, but for quite a long time, good radio is like you're eavesdropping on a conversation, right? It's about stories, it's about people, it's, it's about honesty, whatever that means. Um, and, and good radio is, is, is eavesdropping on a conversation. That's exactly what the computer game show is, right? And it's, I love it when there's a little bit of tension. I love it when there's an argument. I love it when you're all pleased to see each other. I know you're not in this week's, but the first 30 minutes of this week's, the energy is incredible. And what is great is you're like the monkeys, right? All four of you are different. I'm trying to work out, let's try and work out who is who. You're Peter Talk. James is Peter Talk. I'm, I'm, is Dave Mickey or Davey? Dave, Dave is Mickey Dolenz, the crazy drummer. Matt is Mike Nesmith, kind of the straight one. I Did I diss it on the MSN podcast? <laughs> it was a joke. And Sean is Davey Jones. Uh, your stuff got me through a lot when I lived in Shanghai. That means the world, James. Honestly, honestly, you guys are so, so good. If you've not heard the computer game show, it's not all about computer games. You know, the first 30 minutes is very rarely. But even if you just listen to the first 30 minutes and then you don't listen to the bit when they start talking about games, it is, it's a joy. So thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in July. Here we go. Content. That's an old, that's rather old fashioned traditionalist view to have on radio, isn't it? It, it, it? Like you just have to try and like, you know, keep people's attention and stuff. I just thought I'd better bring it up and see you. Okay. But, you the, but you've done. I love it. I love it. Phoning shows when the callers hate the show, so they can't switch off, but they can't switch off. So they phone up to try and help. The people phoning up saying the calls are boring, they're generally the most boring callers. It's like a heckler. 
you get a heckler in a comedy club and quite often after the set they'll go up to the comedian in the bar and go there you go helped you out there mate no no you didn't but so you've called in okay well, well yeah. I, don't, you, I don't need you to tell me how bad the show is I'm, it's well, not, you know you well, know how bad it is. It's not a particularly good one tonight, I'll be honest. The first uh, hour was fantastic, but uh, idiots like you calling up and, and offering no constructive criticism well, isn't me. really doing anything. This is the longest phone call you've had, you've had so far. I'm not really up singing and, or, you know, yeah. doing any yeah. silly... OK. Doesn't it sound like Scott Balcony? I don't think it is. But doesn't it sound like Scott Balcony? <laughs> but what would you... Paul, let, OK, let's... let's, let's yeah. find, what would you like to hear on a Sunday night, then? Um... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, some of your shows are really good, you know. Is it one of those calls where I manage to turn it round and he, he well, it says here he empathises with me and I turn it round and he's like, feel sorry for me or something. Okay, but what would you, uh, but answer the question. What would you like to hear on a Sunday night? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I was hoping for something a bit better than what I've been listening okay. to so far. I'm going to ask you a question and uh, hopefully you'll be able to answer it at some point. What would you like to hear on a Sunday night? Just think about those words and try and respond to the words I've just asked you. What would you like to hear on a Sunday night? But you kind of put me on the spot a bit, you know. Well, no, I'm not, because you phoned up to criticise, so I'm assuming that you'd have an alternative or some suggestions, because, well, you know, just to phone up and just to criticise is, is pointless and... Oh, well, I wasn't criticising, I was merely empathising. Well, no. Oh, there we go! There we go! He doesn't know what empathising means. So you, you, what does empathise mean, Paul? <clears throat> it means I was empathising. Can you tell I'm getting excited about having a radio gig? Money is... Shit. So we're going to carry on doing the Patreon from July. It's going to be two shows a week. Hopefully you'll stick with us. Understand if you don't. Um, I'm getting I'm getting excited. July the 4th or July the 11th, but I still can't say yet. The fact that your show was, was, no. was, was poor and you know it Paul, is. Paul, what does empathise mean? I don't think you know what the word means. Yeah, it's, it, I'm empathising with you. But what does... <laughs> Holy shit, man. I was good. What does it mean, Paul? Define it. Because yeah, like, you don't know what it means, do you, Delith? I don't think... Thank you, Delith. You know what it means. No, nope. tell you me... tell me what it means? Because you use the word, Paul. So you tell me what empathise means. Well, I, you know, I know what it means because I put it into a sentence. But well, you put it into you. a sentence where it, in context that makes no sense whatsoever. That's, that's what makes me think you don't know what empathise means. Hey! There we go. There we go. It's, uh... I used to get in trouble for phoning people back. Used to get in trouble for phone. Catherine would, wouldn't let me do it, but I, 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 it's a trick I like. Second, how do we um, make it come up there? How do I get that to come up in one of those lines there? Do I just get rid of some of those? Yeah. Yeah, Paul, sorry. Yeah. That's how I'm going to answer the phone from now on. Yeah. Yeah. I must have got cut off. So you got you cut me off. No, I didn't. I didn't you at did. all. You cut me off. Well, I, well, I didn't. You put the phone I've been down. on this show before, I know. Well, no, you... You, you cut me off. You, I, Paul, if I, I, if I cut you yeah. off, I wouldn't have phoned you straight back, would I? Are, are you uh, spoiling for a rumble? No, 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 not at all. I just want you to define empathise. Do I sound more you, common or less common? Use it in a... Catherine, sometimes I thought we'd get sacked. Come on. We got, we got sacked. Contact. Well, I, I, I didn't get my contract renewed and you jumped. That would imply you don't know what it means. So just, just, just define it. No, you know, I actually think that... So I got a Steam Deck coming, right? I ordered a Steam Deck before Christmas. Handheld console. Then I got my email saying, it's ready. Yours is ready. £340. I thought, I can't afford it. So I, like, no, I'm not going to get it. Then I looked on it. Computer Exchange are buying them for £490. And then I looked on eBay. They're selling for £650. So I bought that 
Um, I bought that Steam Deck. I've got a Steam Deck for sale when it comes. If anyone wants it, 620 quid plus postage. All right, guys? It's, you know, you're coming on the offensive here because you don't know what it means. No, I, I know what empathise means. You used it in a sentence, Paul. And I think if you're using words in an... Inc- Robert, what happened to yours? My son had to send his back. New one has been dispatched. Maybe I'll just try it out a little bit. Correct context. That would imply you don't know what they mean. So More just, just tell us what empathise means. Well, I, I do think some of these are a little bit speeded up. I'm looking for you to tell me what empathise means. But no, but you, but Paul, you used, okay, I'll play your game. Paul, I'm stupid, I don't know what empathise means. Could you explain it to me, please? No. Because you don't know what it means, do you? <laughs> Look, I you know, don't know what it means, Paul, do you? You've I used a word, you've a used picture. a word, uh, well, but you've used it, so you, one would assume <laughs> you knows what it means, you know what it means. Fun. And you don't, do you, Paul? Well, of course I know what it means. Well, go on, just, just tell me, because I'm stupid. We should have a little breather. Um, we did have a poll. Did you want a fast... You want a fast Narina hit. You asked for it. I think he might be dead by Christmas. I'm done, man. I'm done. Isn't it? Isn't it, though? Ah, isn't it? She's so fucking good. That's Narina Palo, right? And um, go and tweet her. Tell her I've been playing some of her songs and that I'm crying. And go and buy... Um, Go and buy her new album. Go and buy her new album. She's got a new album. That's the first album, uh, Fires. They're all brilliant. They're all they're all brilliant. Dear Frustrated Superstar is great, uh, which I think was the one before that. The Graduate, um, Year of the Wolf, produced by Bernard Butler, is great. She's just so fucking good. Oh, God, I love her so much. Right, where were we? We were watching Old Me. If you want to call in, you're very welcome to. I'm having the time of my life. I remember tonight that I used to be good. <laughs> and that I will be good again. I'm remembering all of this stuff. This is I never listened to this old stuff, right? I never listened to this old stuff. And I'm being reminded, I was fucking good, right? I was good. And no one else was doing this. I don't know. Go on. Yeah, the fact that you've called me back, you know, just yeah. proves... Yeah, after you, know, you put the phone point down. I rang up for today, Okay. No. Show is rubbish tonight. Paul, Paul, come on. Please tell me what empathise means. <clears throat> well, yeah, I'm not sure exactly of the uh, dictionary definition there. But okay, but what, what does it mean to you? It means I'm merely empathising with <laughs> your situation. Well, well, that's not a definition. That's, well, that's not a definition. You're just saying the word in a sentence again. The definition is where you tell me what the word means, not that you're just saying it again. Not a, Paul, that's not a definition. By, by just saying the, the word slowly, that, that's not a definition. Well, it, it kind of is. Well, no. OK, Paul, well, let's play this game. What, what does definition mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the done thing to laugh at your own stuff, but this is good. The definition is defining of something. <laughs> He's doing it again. He's doing it again. You're just saying the same word, Paul. 
De- I'll, t- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what definition I is. I actually changed it around a little bit. Well, no, you, you didn't. I- I'll tell you what definition is. A definition is an explaining of what something is. Okay, that's what definition is. So, can you explain what empathise means? Yeah, I look, you know, it's, it's when you are empathising with something. <laughs> George, he's just saying the same word over and over again. George isn't bothered. George isn't, he knows his daddy's good. You're just saying this, you can't define a word by saying the word. That's not, that's not explaining what a word means. That's just saying it. So can no. you try and tell me, because I'm stupid, what empathise means without putting the word empathise into empathize. a sentence? I'm not Johnny on the spot here. Well, no, you've used... Paul, you Did he say I'm not Johnny on the spot? Because I'm stupid, what empathise means without putting the word empathise into a sentence? I'm not Johnny on the spot here. Did he say I'm not Johnny on the spot here? Did he just say I'm not Johnny on the spot? Is that a phrase? Woo, I'm not Johnny on the spot here. Well, no, you've used... Paul, you've... That's a great idea for a feature. It's 7.15. It's time for Johnny on the spot. Johnny, stand on that spot. Here's Robbie Williams and Candy. Phoned up to criticise me, and you've used the word, and I'm not sure what that word means, because I'm stupid. You keep using this word, it says illogical hell. I do not think it means what you think it means. And I was wondering if you could explain it to me, please, Paul. Why why would I use it if if I don't know how to... I I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. So could you please, for me... Uh, explain what it means, Paul. Actually, you know what? I've just thought, you know, you know what I'd like to hear on your show tonight? I'd like to hear the definition of the word empathise from Paul in Greenwich. Well, let, let's, just, let's just put that to one side for a minute. Okay. Because, you know, I'll come you, back to your original question. No, because you, you realise that you don't know what empathise means. So, okay, well, let's, I, I, let's... I do, but let's, let's deal with that. Well, let's, let's deal let's with it now, then, Paul. Put... No, no, Paul, let's deal with it now. Let's deal with one thing at a time. Let's focus... Let's put it on the back Let's focus now. on one thing at a time, Paul. What does uh, the word empathise mean. Let's, let's, let's hear it from you, Paul, because I genuinely think you don't know what it means. And you're a little bit embarrassed that you've said a word, realised you've said it in completely the wrong context, in a context that shows you up to be nowhere near as intelligent as you think you are. You've read the word empathise or heard it and you thought, oh, that's a clever sounding word. I'm going to drop that into a sentence. But having no <laughs> idea whatsoever... I did used to like this, um, the laser-like focus on a, a tiny part of the bigger picture. I used to really enjoy that. That's one of my favourite things to do. The repetition of something, so it's funny, 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 stops being funny, stops being funny, gets really boring, then becomes funny again. But also the laser focus on, on, a, on a tiny, tiny part of what's being discussed what it means. And that's a dangerous thing, Paul. For you to be using words that you don't understand is a dangerous... We've got some people who all know this. What is that one there? Mr. Razik complains about Ian Lee's radio show. Is that any good? Dangerous thing. Because it means that your meaning, or the, the meaning you have in your head, is not being conveyed correctly. Is that, is that the best you can come up with? Listen, I'm not trying to come up with anything. I'm just, I'm so just telling you, Paul. Up with something, aren't you? I'm just trying to tell you, Paul. It's very dangerous for you not to know what words mean. So, do you want to try and ch- tell us what empathise means? 
Well, I just, I just think that yeah, we should put that issue on the back burner. No, but I, I think it's or an important issue. issue. I think it's an important issue. To, or move, or, or... James says, pretty much David's tactic on our show. It is great, particularly if you don't, you, you, you know that you can't win the rest of it, right? You, you can't win the rest of it, so I'm just going to go in on this tiny little mistake that I've sniffed out. Move, move back to the, the, to the first point you ignored. Question. Okay, so remind everyone what the original question was, because I've forgotten. What would I see on your show this evening? What, what? Sorry, I missed or that. Your phone dropped something out. something around that. Your phone dropped out, Paul. I missed it. What did you say? Hello? Yeah, your signal dropped out, Hello? Paul. So just tell hey, us again. It. What are you doing? Are you trying to cut me off again? No, not at all. Your signal dropped out. I missed what you said. Can you remind me what the question was? Hey. Oh, Paul, don't do the pretending you're losing your signal routine on us. Oh, he has! He's done that! He's done the... Hello? I can't... Uh, you're, you're breaking up. He actually did that! Even though you could still hear... Even though you... Lady Alex. Uh, Catherine, you went... Lady Alex. You could hear the traffic... Oh! Yep. Well done, Paul. Okay. So, can you remind us what the original question was? Something around what I like to see or listen to on your show. Tonight. Okay, what would you what? Like, the, uh, the question was, what would you what? like to hear on a Sunday night? You're doing it again. No, I'm just giving you correcting you. The question was, hello. What? We, oh, Paul, we hello. can Paul, we can hear the traffic in the background though. We can hear the traffic in your car, so we know your signal's not breaking up, mate. Oh, he's this bloke is terrible. I love it though. Oh, we got this is the whole night sorted out, isn't it? It's just phoning up this muppet. Uh, this muppet. Phone this muppet up and ask him what his favourite bloody yeah, cheese is. Yeah, they'll switch the phone off at some point. What's your favourite cheese? Hi, oh, you've reached Paul. Unfortunately, I'm not in the office today. <laughs> I'm back tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Which is- I'm back in the office tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Uh, it's uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I didn't say- <laughs> You know, 18, 16, 17 years, what is it, 16 years later, I'm still doing the same old shtick. Please contact the office on double eight five. Mm-hmm. Speak sick. Any. Thank you. If you want to re-record your message, press yeah. 1 at any time. Go on, G-Man. Speak to Paul. Uh, Paul, you don't know what empathise means, because cause you're, like, an idiot. Even I know what it means. What do, what, this guy's now a famous um, award-winning pop video director. Worked with some of the biggest stars in the world. Like, when, you, when you're, like, say you're going out here... To catch a fish, and you caught the fish, and you felt a bit sorry for it. You empathised for the fish. Well, well, no, that's sympathise. Uh, you you understood what the fish was feeling. That's empathise. G-Man has just defined empathy. I, ah, Paul, you're an idiot. Well done, G-Man just defined empathy. Only second, it took him two goes, but he did it. Well done, and that's something that Paul couldn't do. I'm, uh, let's see if we can see if Paul's in a bed. What do you want to do? Do you want to listen to part two, or do you want to listen to Mr. Razik complains about Ian Lee's radio show? What do you fancy, part two or Mr. Razik? What is Mr. Razik? Like- Should we have listened to the complaint? Should we have listened to the complaint? You get the idea with that guy. Let's go. It's Mr. Razik. Hello, Mr. Razik. This might be a spoof caller. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you, Mr. Razik. You'd like to complain about the show, would you? Uh, I would like to complain very much so about the... He's a real caller. He's a real caller. Sometimes you'd get callers that would give their surname, and it was the weirdest thing. And about you as well. Okay, can I just, just, just don't use any bad language? No, no. Okay, away you go, sir. Okay, um, 
I, 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 I'm very disappointed with the show, especially as I have just come back from work and I just tuned into Virgin Radio. Okay, and yes. I, and, and, and I saw this show of yours. Yes. You know, you, you heard I mean, it, yes. I mean, I've heard about you, you know, this new guy coming in, but right. it is absolutely rubbish, you know? You okay, just, no, Mr. Mr. Rabbit, why, why is it... By the way, Dave, sorry, I just cut uh, line 12 off by mistake, sorry. Why Why is it rubbish, Mr. Rabbit? What don't you like about it? I mean, what these... these... Here's, here's what I'm going to do on the new breakfast show. I'm going to give them a week where they can phone in and complain that it's me taking over and they're going to complain that they're... Right, they're Presenter, their favourite presenter is not on the show anymore. You give them a week, so you can have a week of calls of this, which I'm thrilled about. It's not or I, mean, I haven't told them that's what I'm going to do, but they said I can do what I want, right? What do you nothing. mean? Well, 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 hang on. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to, I'm going to try and pin you down because you're being a little bit vague. Okay. What do you mean? There's no aura about it. Okay, they. Okay, um, I mean, what do you really do? You know? I no, mean... I, just answer this. Just focus on this one question. <laughs> Laser. Like focus on a tiny thing. Can't say yet, Dallas. What do you yeah. mean? There's no aura about it. What does that mean? Okay, I'll tell you. Please do. You know, whenever, okay, like, uh, say for example, uh, let me pick a show, the Jeff show. Right? The Jeff show, yeah, excellent show, yes. Excellent. Monday to Thursday, ten till one. Excellent. I'm a big fan of his yeah. work. Yes. I mean, you know, there's there's two people chatting, you know, and uh, right. Jeff is making a, a joke or something that happened in his private yeah. life, and yes. then. They giggle about it. They giggle is fun. It's and, lots of fun. And they think about it, and, yes. and 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 the listeners they, they they think about what happened, and it's kind yeah. of actually funny because right. it's, it's it's they are talking about something. They're talking about something. Yeah, so they, 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 I'm just I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to get this specific. All right, I tell you, listen, listen, I'm, I'm, let's yeah. listen to this. This Do is you the, play the sweet game. This is the sweet game. One of my favourite things is making up games. Nicky Campbell's just tweeted me back. What's Nicky Campbell said? We go to the verified. He's followed me. He's followed me. He's followed me. I'm sending him my phone number. This is my tweet. Anytime. That and an ADHD diagnosis in the last 12 months have changed my life and explained everything. OMG, same, have followed. That's my man. That's my main man. That's my main man. Uh, any of these cheese pricks complaining about bullying while bullying others? Oh, Block, block. We'll block Darren. Pretty much block anyone called Darren. That's, I mean, that's that's pretty standard. Let's have a little bit of the chi- of the sweet game, and then we're gonna we're gonna end it. Um, there we go. So some of this. Game with me. What 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 type? The sweet game. Which one? The sweet game. There's only one game. It's been around for fifty yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 okay, you ready? So, game, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a song that's got <laughs> the word sweet in it. You have to sing one. Oh my god, I remember this. This was on the this was on Drive Time. Imagine Eddie Mayer doing this. Back to me until we can't do it anymore. Okay, <laughs> a sweets for my sweet sugar for my honey. You'll go. Sweet. Uh, yeah, don't do the same song. Good, no, don't do the same yeah. song, Gregory. That's cheating. Uh, Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Oh, here you go. Was this the best one? Wasn't there a better sweet game? Does anyone remember? Was there a better sweet game? Go on. Okay. You think you're laughing, and I know you're thinking, but it's going to be a good one when you come back with a song. Okay. I'm not good at singing. Don't. That doesn't matter. Neither am I, Gregory. Neither. neither am I. I'm not good. Hey, listen. Jim's I'm not playing good at politics, but I've done that for you. So yeah. you do this for me. You've got to sing a song that's got sweet in it. Okay, I'll try. Okay. 
Same as, I mean, you know, 18 years, 17 years later, it's exactly the same response. <laughs> He's loving it as well. <laughs> what, do you want to clip? This, can someone clip him singing? Well, well, well I've, got, I've got to remember how to do it. I can't do it with these here. <laughs> yeah, Gregory, so maybe I didn't make it clear. You can't just make up, you can't just make up songs. I, I'm not good at singing. No. That's, that's why. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to count. The sweet game. I wonder if this was the first time when I made up a spontaneous game. I mean, we've done it with lock poker and war and all of that. War was just made up on the spot and, you know, the counties and all of that. It was literally, shit, I've got nothing, I've got nothing. Hey, let's play war. Okay. And literally that idea came up in in front of the microphone, you know, where they're going, I don't know what to do, don't know what to do. We're going to play war tonight. Um, And I love some of the, most of those games are really, really good fun. You know, lock poker, we still play in Adamant. I made it with with Jenny in the jungle. But I wonder if this, what the first one was. I'll I'll accept that. Okay, my turn. iPod roulette. Well, I got iPod roulette. I stole that from James O'Brien. He gifted it to me. He gifted it to me. My turn, my turn. Okay. Used to love a bit of iPod roulette. That was a fun game. (laughs) Sweet dreams are made of the ears. That's a good one. Eurythmics, isn't it? Your turn. Eurythmics, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> you got me in that. Come on, your turn. You can do better. Come on, Gregor. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. You may have to repeat the same thing? No, you got to... No. Oh, God. We've, this game's been around 50 years. You've got to sing another song that's got sweet in it. Look at my fingers. It looks like I'm, I've got green screen behind me. iPod roulette. You get two iPods, mine and yours. You set it to random. You press play. It, you have to play whatever song comes up. For example, if Daydream Believer comes up by the monkeys, that's almost unbeatable. They then set their iPod to uh, shuffle. It would... Whatever came up, Guns and Roses, it wouldn't be. I'm a. It wouldn't be Daydream Believer, and you'd have three rounds. And um, generally, I was the judge. Can I let you into a secret about? Uh, first time I found your show, you were playing hide and seek with Caddick. Can I let you into a secret about iPod Roulette? I had a lot of shit on my iPod. I would cheat. I would cheat. Pick good tracks. Okay. Um, oh my God. Uh... I can't think now. Yes, you can. Go on. <laughs> Roscoe, I'm just, I didn't cheat a rock, paper, scissors. I'm just good at that on the radio. Go on. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. He's good. Papa Morphus, uh, how do I get the audio? Could you, would you be able to send me the audio of that? Because I can't remember how to do it. Stop me on the ropes. Okay, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. Oh, sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine, your turn. Thank you, Papa. I appreciate that. You're, you're a good player at this, Gregory. Go on. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> What's lovely, right? What makes this so good, right? It's a funny bit. Right, it's a funny bit. It's a funny game. What's great? <laughs> He's laughing as well. He's having the time of his life. 
dead now. <laughs> okay, my turn, my turn. Okay, I've got a good one. Do you remember this one from the 80s? Sweet little mystery. But the sweet little mystery. Wet, wet, wet. I don't remember that. It's wet, wet, wet. It's a real song. I'm not yours. Okay, your, your <laughs> turn, Gregory. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Sweet, sweet, sweet. He went up! He went up! He went up! Is that all right? That's good. It's good. It's my turn. My turn. Okay. I can use the songs that I did earlier because this is a new game. Okay. Sweet! Graham says every time he called in, every time, he never got to make his point and he loved it. Is that true? Oh, I didn't realise. Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, Diamond. Your turn, Gregory. We're playing the sweet game on LBC. No, sweet, three. sweet, 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 me. Come on, sweet, sweet. Come on, come on. Good, good, sweet. <laughs> Apart from the time he hated the gay soldiers, did he hate the gays? I think I remember that. Unfortunately, a lot of the LBC stuff is transphobic and homophobic, so I apologise for that. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to play some of this to my kids, though. Oh, my youngest, my 10-year-old, said, have you heard of a program called Pointless? I said, yeah. He said, I really like it. I said, you know I was on it, right? What? You know, I was on Pointless and I won it. What? Showed them a clip of Pointless. Wow, and you won it? Yeah. Didn't win the main prize, but we got to the final. We won a few hundred quid. Oh, and we got something. Come with me into the garage. Five minutes in the garage. Get boxes, boxes. There you go, Kim. Lovely blue box. You open it up, all velvet inside. The Pointless Trophy. I gave my 10-year-old the pointless trophy and his mind was blown. Blown that I'd been on there. Every time I do that, you, I go, you know, I used to be somebody, right? Um, the magic, magic garage. Blown my, his mind that I was on there. Just wow that I had given him. My, that I had the pointless trophy and I gave it to him. It was cool, Dan. It was so cool. Mind actually blown. So he's got my, also got my Gillard Award and the Pointless Trophy. My eldest has got my, one of my Sonys. What a great dad I am. He's good, man. <laughs> You're good, Gregory. Okay, it's my turn. My turn. You my know turn. it. Straight to Chantel. Um, There's no other, I haven't got any other trophies. The other trophy I've got is the Mastermind one, and my mum's got that. Okay. It's a bittersweet symphony. symphony. Yeah. That's the Verve or Richard Ashcroft, one of the two, I don't know. Your turn, Gregory. Be, be, I, I think I'm out beating you now. Where you go? Close the phones. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Dun, dun, dun. Sweet him, sweet him, sweet him. Baby, sweet, sweet, sweet. Come on. Come on, baby. Sweet, sweet. Got one of the two. I don't know. Your turn, Gregory. Be, be, I, I think the NTA trophy. Yes, it. The NTA. What's NTA? National Television Awards. I didn't win an NTA. No, he's all well, well, yeah. I'm beating you now. Where you go? Sweet him, sweet him, sweet him, baby, sweet, sweet, sweet. Come on, come on, baby, sweet, sweet, sweet. James O'Brien, 
James O'Brien references the original multiverse of madness. I would have been Googling songs as well. I had to break it to you guys. <laughs> okay, by, by the way, if you just tuned in, we're playing the sweet game on LBC and on the three where you have to sing songs that have got the, the, the word sweet in. Okay, my turn. Um... Oh, do you remember this classic from 1971? George Harrison just said the Beatles. No one thought he'd have a hit. Then he came out with, My, My sweet, sweet Lord, Lord, I really want to be with you. Your turn, Gregory. Sweet combo ways. Sweet combo ways? They got me in. David Lloyd got me in. He said, look, Ian, the audience was tiny in LBC. It was a completely different station. It had just switched from medium wave back to FM. And he said, Ian, the audience is old Jewish women, really old Jewish women. You know, it's very, it's a really small audience and they're dying. We need you to come in and make the station more youthful. I once did 21 days in a row. They used to love me. Oh, it's neck and neck so far. First, it's neck and neck so far! <laughs> first one who can't do it is out. Okay, my turn. I didn't do... Did, did I do... I didn't do Sweet Child of Mine this time, did I? I did it in the last round. I didn't no, do it in this one. I've just, done it in this one. I've yeah. done it already. I've done okay, Sweet Child of Mine. Okay, okay, okay. I'm up against the ropes here. Okay, here we go. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, By the way, if you want more of this stuff and you're listening to the podcast, you've got to sign up at patreon.com. Slash Ian and Catherine. You're listening to this for free because of all of our wonderful Patreons. Patreon.com slash I-A-I-N and Catherine. Do you remember this? Used to love your shows here in Great Talk. And what, what are you sending me? What is this? Now I am. This is us in Studio D. What? Here's our fancy clock. Leona Graham's settings on the computer here. Uh, wow, I don't remember this. Into our CD library. What an idiot. What a spaz. Oh, 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 no. No, no. That's outrageous, right? Man, hang on a second. I've got to think. I've got to. Oh, a kiss is sweeter than wine. wine. Come on. Jimmy Rogers, sweet, you can't beat sweet, me now, Gregory. Surely sweet. you must have run out of songs with the word sweet in. What? You remember when Clive was off sick and I did six hours? Yeah, yeah. Sweet, 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 sweet. <laughs> Gregory? Hello. You've beaten me, my friend. 
<laughs> this is 40, um, well, 49 tomorrow. 49-year-old me um, laughing at 32-year-old me. Beat me. Well done, sir. You're a legend. Thank you. Remember when you pretended you and Clive's producers were swapping? They did swap for a week. We did it for a week, yeah. <laughs> I, do you know, I didn't recognise all of those songs, but I'm going to believe that he hadn't just made those up on the spot because they were all hits as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Bob got annoyed with you and Chris pretended to drink. These are the words Chris can't say. These are the words he can't say. These are the words Chris can't say. These are the words he can't say. And then he'd say a word wrong. I nicked that tune from These Are The Daves I Know I Know. These are the Daves I Know. Do you know that? These are the Daves I Know I Know. These are the Daves I Know. <laughs> Helen's in the Stamford Hill. Hello, Helen. Ian. Hello. I've got no idea what's just happened for the last seven minutes. But <laughs> Do you know that? These are the Daves I know, I know. These are the Daves I know. <laughs> You're a nutter. It wasn't me. Should you know that? Should we play that? Right, we're nearly done. Uh, these are the Daves. Then we, we can play. A, then we're done. We're almost done. Here we go. This is this is great. Hi, I'm Bruce McCullough. I'd like to tell you about the Daves I know. <laughs> Of our couch. I wouldn't be fake. Okay. Uh, right. So I think we're nearly done. <laughs> I think we're nearly done. I think we're nearly done. I want to play one more song and then we're out of here, right? Then we're out of here. Let's, um, what, what did I find? This is quite, hang on. People and things remain the same. Never even stop and think about them. In my life, I've loved you more. It's called the Gants. What fun! What joy! Back tomorrow at seven for the Patreons. Sign up at patreon.com. This will be a free podcast. The £15 and above will get the music as well. Should we have one more song? Fancy a little boogie? Let's have one more song and then we'll say goodnight, friends. The Gants, G-A-N-T-S. Come on, big boy. Io non so parlar d'amore. Good night, friends. Back tomorrow at seven for our Patreons. Thank you for joining us. I may have just got my mojo back. This is Radio Anywhere. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.